and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, your internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 278. And this feels weird for us because we changed cameras and the new camera is way over there. I'm used to like somebody with a big old eyeball. a lot of weird stuff. The camera's far. We've got the umbrella in here. Uh, the, the, the visuals should be a lot clearer to those who happen to be watching. Yeah. What I'm curious to see is how much lossless we have when we up upload from Ustream to YouTube. Oh, yeah. Right? See, yeah. It, it should be a little better. Yeah. Right? And so, um, it's definitely weird. So Podcast getting better, hopefully. Like I said, this is podcast number 278. In the previous podcast, we had this tip. Do the proper research when creating content to build credibility. Yeah, anytime you're creating content that you intend on publishing, that you intend on sharing, that you want people to absorb, to read, to use, do the proper research. Make sure you have the right outbound links. Make sure that uh, the content you're creating is actually factual and that it's true and real, that it's relevant. And the only way you can do that is by doing the right research. And when you do that, then you do build that credibility and users will share it. They will appreciate it because they can trust it. Yep. Research builds trust, builds credibility, uh, which should lead to great content and leads, frankly. So I think the moral of that is uh, just opinion blogs all by themselves are not, you know, not necessarily the way yeah. you want to go if, if you're going to be a credible source. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to be a credible source for your own opinion. For your own opinion. Yeah, then there's... There's only one better. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but there's got to be one better. All right. Remember, we are broadcasting live from Houston, Texas, and we are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position snatchers, where our mantra is... Don't be a douche. Do not be a douche. So we do have mm-hmm. an article today, and that article is... Man, I want to give a quick punch in the face to Scott Gerber <laughs> and the guys over at Search Engine <laughs> Journal. He posted an article, 13 Unexpectedly Great marketing tactics Ooh, 13 right unexpectedly great marketing tactics the and lucky so, number yeah exactly so we'll dive in here some pretty good ones of course we'll tie this into to online marketing because that's what we do and uh, um, stay tuned i think you'll like it excellent um all right so if you're new to the podcast howdy welcome welcome How glad you, you can join us we're Appreciate gonna get you coming we're gonna get through what we call the potatoes here shortly we'll mm-hmm. get to the meat of the podcast but don't skip the potatoes because we kind of think they're tasty. Yeah. Um, normally, like garlic roasting. Yeah. Mm. Normally, <laughs> what I would do is actually go into this uh, segment about how you can leave us a review. Uh, today, we don't do that, and the reason we don't do that is because mm-hmm. at least ten people have ad- in ten yeah. additional people have followed us or On liked Twitter, us or Instagram, whatever. Instagram, Facebook, that we've got ten new fans across the board. And in this case, it's. 10 new ones on our best SEO podcast, oh, right? Okay, cool. So we got 1658. I thought about leaving it off, but I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. we'll leave it on. Yeah, we'll keep it on. We get two new, uh, 10 new people who are following us on our Twitter best SEO podcast page, then boom, we don't do the review section. What we do, though, is we tell you ways that you can follow <laughs> yeah. us, haunt us, and harass Definitely. us. Um, and actually, we skipped one part. You, if you can, and you see the screen behind yeah. us, there's these things like hashtags and ads. What should, what should they should do with tweet that? Tweet us. Tweet. tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, but just make sure when you do that, you use the hashtag SEO Podcast. This is number 278. Um, on Twitter, be sure to tag us in it at eWebStyle, at Best SEO Podcast. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. Excellent. And 
there are ways that you can follow us yes. other than just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Um, Twitter.com slash <laughs> eWebStyle. There's also um, YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. And Instagram.com slash eWebStyle. All of those are ways that you can haunt us, stalk us, harass us, and we really appreciate that. If you are a PHP expert, a WordPress extraordinaire guru, uh, we're probably looking for you. Please call, leave an audio resume, 713-510-784. Um, if you are looking for a website analysis, you can get one at our website, which is ewebstyle.com. Ewebstyle.com. There you will find somewhere a link to our uh, website analysis. Yep. I just got to one. It was less than 30 days old, so I was kind of celebrating. <laughs> and by the way, punch in the face to that, Scott Wimhoff. Now, mm-hmm. he's with homeproinsider.com. And one of the things that I gave him advice about was is that the domain in no way reflects what he does because he does aerial photography. You know, with those drones. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't get that from the name. Yeah, so he was a maybe real estate, an expert inside Something real estate, with home pro or, insider. It could have yeah. been. It's real estate for sure. We got maybe. real estate. Like it could have been like remodels. It could yeah. have been. Okay. Yeah. So so that's something that maybe he'll be doing, maybe getting a DBA and changing it to luxury apartment uh, aerial videographer. Okay, right? there you go. Because yeah. his website is beautiful. The website, again, homeproinsider.com has got some beautiful um, aerial videos, videos aerial videos, yeah, where the where the drone is flying through the gazebo across the pool. I oh, mean, it's just man, really cool stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, he he called for a free website analysis. Within 30 days, we got back to him, <laughs> and he's got his website analysis. Do we have any algo cat? We do have some algo. It cat. is time for our favorite segment of the podcast: the algorithm cataclysm. cataclysm. All right, so that's the new camera effect we're going to work on. Yeah, I, I got to read. I need like can't a, reach I need a, a cataclysm <laughs> prod. <laughs> uh, so so dig this. So remember, we talked about. Um, Google and and Twitter renewing their relationship, and now eventually we would start seeing live tweets and things like that in the search results page. Right, that's rolled out. Okay, it's official now. Only difference is they haven't rolled it out for desktop searches yet. Interesting. Interesting. They've yeah. only did it for mobile and the way they present them. So it's not like inside your search results page you will see you know Twitter feeds sprinkled in. Nope, they did a Twitter carousel. And so showing okay. tweets related to whatever you search. Across the top. Across the oh, top, okay. only on mobile devices. Interesting. Interesting. I can kind of see that because when I'm on my mobile device, I'm kind of looking for short bits of information. Exactly. I don't really want to read long articles. I'm not going to click this link. Yeah. Like, I will, depends on where I'm at. Yeah. If I'm on my phone just procrastinating, trying to kill some time, I'm waiting, I will definitely read it. A long But, you know, yeah. if I'm waiting in line, yeah. no, that tweet is just what I need. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can get through about three tweets before, exactly. yeah. before I need to place my order yep. <laughs> or whatever I'm yep. doing. So, so that's the algo cat, man. Um, I think it's a good deal. I think what the, the, the marketing takeaway from that is uh, make sure you're tweeting. <laughs> make sure you're being social. Make sure not only that you're tweeting, but that you're tweeting information and your tweets include keywords for which you would like to be displayed exactly wow so you can't just be tweeting out random stuff you know tweet stuff that has value that includes links back to your site and more importantly that includes phrases that people actually look for. yep awesome that was our algorithm cataclysm all right so uh, i've just got one piece of news that i mm-hmm. thought was kind of you got some pieces you got you know i got news let me get something off topic and i just this you know david letterman 
right last Man, show pieces dude yeah. Like, yeah amazing what was amazing to see was i was watching uh conan o'brien mm-hmm. i don't really watch him very often but he was on and his whole dialogue i mean his whole monologue he talked about um how he started the show and then david actually came on the show and until david letterman came on to the conan o'brien show his show was tanking mm. and then david letter came on and everything everything changed. everything changed like the whole attitude at the office hey if he's willing to come here then we probably can make it and all that stuff and so he was appreciative he he said he was cuz his show they're offset by 20 minutes or mm-hmm. something he said the minute that his show came on air david letterman's on a on a other channel he was going to let people know and he told him, go watch David Letterman. And I, that's cool. That's, that's called Jimmy. paying respects. Yeah. You know, like, man, I appreciate You opened that. doors. You were kept the door open after Johnny Carson, if you will. So, yeah. and, and remember, he created a show after Johnny Carson. There was, there was only the late night mm-hmm. Johnny Carson show. And then the David Letterman, Letterman came with the, yeah. Just, just breaking barriers. Amazing guy. So, very cool. And uh, how about some more news? So, I got all kind of news here. Uh, Industry-related news. Uh, first, so I thought this was actually kind of interesting. YP, Yellow Pages, partnered up with Uber. Okay. Partnered up with Uber, bringing cars to your door. So, but now dig this, though. They tied it to restaurants. So, going down that whole path. Interesting. Yes. And so, you can literally search for a restaurant on, let's say, YP.com, and the link you will see says, hey, do you need an Uber to get there? Send a vehicle. Send a vehicle. Wow. Uber, punch in the face to you guys. They're making huge strides. Matter of fact, do you realize they also just hired Google's former... SVP of communications. I think I, I think I'd seen something along. Left the Google and went to work at Uber. Dude, like keep doing what you're doing. You guys are apparently doing something right. Uh, more news. Bing hit twenty percent of search share. Wow. Is that up or down? That's up. <laughs> <laughs> it's up. It's up from it's up from eighteen percent. Wow. It jumped two percentage points. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, last one. I was speaking of jumped up. Google posted their first quarter profits of 2015. $3.59 billion for the first quarter. Wow. The slight increase from the three point four same period last year. Wow. And my last bit of news, man, this goes to a punch in the face to uh, to my guy, uh, Matt Mullenweg, man. He's the owner of uh, Automatic. Automatic is the company that, that, that founded WordPress. Um, and they just bought out WooThemes. $30 million purchase for WooThemes. And so uh, WooThemes is the company that built WooCommerce and yeah. does all of the kind of WordPress. A lot of theme e-commerce. stuff too, right? Yeah, oh, a yeah. lot of theme stuff. And so I understand the purchase, yeah. right? Especially with WooCommerce being, what was the number? 24% of all e-commerce sites. Wow. Run on. Now, Magento had a bigger percentage, ironically. Oh, yeah. Which probably won't last long. Not because, for long. Especially <laughs> considering our recent experience. Yeah. Yeah, we, and we're actually using that in the example in today's content. Oh, okay. And so yeah, okay, about cool. that specific. Yeah, situation. you can learn a little bit about pains that we've experienced with Magento and and frankly the joy of working with WooCommerce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so that's my news. Oh, and the last one, man, and this shouldn't come new to most of my people out there who do SEO. Um, is Google is no longer calling it Webmaster Tools. Right. It's rebranded to Google Search Console. Okay. I think the name is lame. I understand yeah. the purpose of changing from webmaster tools because I don't consider myself a webmaster. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Google Search Console just seems a bit lame. Could have came up with something. Search better. God Console. Yeah, yeah. Just called it, you know, chucking them. <laughs> <laughs> Top 
position snatcher, snatcher yeah, dashboard console. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's my news, man. Uh, but you know, I'm excited for the changes Google is making. They're applying a lot more tools and webmaster to in in the Google Search Console. If you haven't logged in frequently, uh, you should. Yeah, go check it out. Excellent. That's a pro tip, free. Uh, all right. So, any more patifs or anything? You got a patif? I tell you what. Let me do. Let me do this. Uh, this uh, review, and then okay. we'll get to the patifs. All right. So this was on Facebook. That is. This is from Adam Butler, and it is five stars. It says, "I've been listening for years since the way back days in 2011. Mm. No question, your podcast is one of the best SEO resources on the internet, and by far the most entertaining." Thank you. Punch in the Punch face, in the face, Mr. Again. Adam Appreciate Butler. Uh, thanks for making it not boring and keeping us on top of the latest algo cats uh, you've taught me well and helped me succeed with my job more than you'll ever know punch in the face for life yeah, yeah, that's what's up dude. i'm glad it's working for you uh, appreciate that that means a lot it yeah, really does it does you didn't have a link we're gonna give you a little <laughs> link love but uh punch in the we'll give you the, the punch in the face love that you deserve hey, adam butler it's cool when people call in and they've been podcast listeners i I always ask, so how many have you listened to? Because I don't really want to say, yeah, punch in the, the face, face to you, to somebody who's only listened to one. <laughs> yeah, they, At about three. You kind of get mm-hmm. it. They should get it, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, punch in the face to you, Mr. Butler on yeah. Facebook. This other punch in the face goes to uh, Bavarian Window Clean. Hit us up on Twitter, at BavarianWC. Says, um, at eWebStyle, how about this for the next Google algorithm adjustment? The Placostomus update. Get mobile or get sucked out of your ranking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Now, yeah. ironically, as big as mobile getting was, as big as Mopocalypse was, it was only less than 2% of sites that were yeah. affected, and, it, and it, it wasn't the end of the world like they predicted it to be. Yeah. And so, hmm, I think, as a matter of fact, I read an article where they said Google was just toying with us, making sure we shape up the internet, just like with the with the um, SSL kind of update. Yeah. You know, most, des- frankly, sites that have changed to SSL they're still being displayed as um, non-SSL. And so, right. you know, we just have people making mobile-friendly sites and more secure servers because Google said so. And we said, yes, sir. Yes, sir, yes, Google. Sir. Yes, sir. How fast, How sir? fast? Oh, April 5th, 14th or whatever the name is? Yeah. April 16th. 21st, sir? Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Done by then. <laughs> exactly. In our case, it was just checked because everything checked. But yeah, yeah. we did check. Cool. Yeah, we take that's it. That's all I got for Patifs. Excellent. That is the podcast. Uh, the podcast of our potatoes. <laughs> it's now time <laughs> to podcast. get into the podcast of our meat and uh, take it away, Chuck. Yeah. So, so like I said, punch in the face to Scott Gerber. Man posted this article, and I'm hoping it's Gerber and not Gerber. Anyway, thirteen yep. unexpectedly great marketing tactics, and I thought it was a pretty good article. Um, and so let's dig right in. Number one, he says, um, show your vulnerability. He goes on to say, instead of focusing on the message that the company wants to share, focus on what the company is scared to share. And you know what, Scott? I agree. I think sometimes we get into a a complacement where you begin posting information that you only want to share, that you think will rank, that you think will generate leads. When a lot of times people want to see what's real. They want to see what's bothering you. They want to see how you um, handled adverse situations. And so and I think it's okay. It's okay to highlight that you're human and that you make mistakes. Matter of fact, part of our sales process, we go through a slide where we tell you, look, we will probably mess up um, and we will fix it. And that's just how things happen. When you think about our previous uh, talk we were just having, you know, we learned a lot about um, 
<laughs> uh, Magento. Yeah. And they're just working through that. We had a literally two sites where we were merging into one site. One was a word comp. You know, WordPress right. blog kind of static site. The other one was a Magento cart. Well, let's merge them and build it in WooCommerce. And we ended up doing it in Magento and had a really huge headache, really big it problem. It was slow. It was, slow. It was hard it was, to manage. It, was, it wasn't very intuitive. It was uh, responsive. Yeah, oh, it, the responsiveness was a whole nother yeah. monster. Long story short, we ended up rebuilding it again. One of our team members came to us on a Friday and was like, you know what? I can have this ready on Monday in uh, WooCommerce or WordPress. WordPress. We're like, and we did it, and so the client was a little frustrated. To be honest to with Jay. you guys, punching punch in the, the face, face to Jay, Jay man. yeah, and punching the face to big data, like yeah. for 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 allowing us to make that mistake and still move forward. Yeah, and so um, now the site's up, it's being optimized, it's already ranking, it's fully responsive, it's a lot faster. You got a lead already. You got two leads yeah. already, and probably a close deal. And so yeah. I'm gonna check some analytics later. So 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 we launched yeah. that on Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. Exactly. So so. Punch in the face to WordPress and WooCommerce for that. But like he was saying, um, we showed our vulnerability. We're actually yeah. doing that right now. Yeah. Right? Showing you where we've made mistakes and how we improve those. And so as you create content, use those mistakes as learning, as ways to educate people on what you do and how you do it and, and, and frankly, how they can use your service. It's really a testament to the level of service that you can provide. Yep. By showing that. So number two, he says, um, highlight negative offers and highlight negatives and offer solutions, right? And we got, again, we're talking about marketing tactics. He says, we find that using negative superlatives in the title gets a much better click-through rate. And he's right. Unfortunately, people gravitate to negativity. I don't care what it is. If it's a, a negative headline, like, uh, I don't know, um, cop kills another black kid, I'm going to click it. We're all going to click it. Right. It just happens. Negative reviews. Some reason they stand out more than the positive ones, even with less stars. Yeah, it just happens that way. Um, so negativity, un- unfortunately, creates traffic. And so what he's saying is, is highlight negative things, but offer a solution, which is the key part. You can't just be negative without without telling people why you're doing that. So if you're going to go down that path, then make sure you have some positive reinforcement. Make sure that you have enough, you know, positive um, content to support. That so that way you can kind of change the mindset of people. Number three, three. He says so. Showcase dynamic visuals, right? And again, we're talking about marketing tactics. So these visuals could be on the web, they could be print, they could be wherever. But um, in, in case of the web, he says, uh, make sure your visuals don't look like an ad. <laughs> He's absolutely correct because I have. Uh, I often say ad R. Yeah, <laughs> like a radar. Ad-R. I like that add I got add So I say, eh, 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 that's an ad. Don't look at it. Block like, it. But like, it gets the little the blur, like <laughs> the pornography blur over exactly. it. Exactly yeah. by default. And so I think I think the key is um, either be an ad or don't be an ad. Right? If you're gonna be an ad, then make it an ad and let everybody know this is an ad, and they'll probably appreciate that. Versus some graphic that's trying to slip through my Facebook feed and it looks like it's from one of my people, but it's actually an ad. That's frustrating, and and all, and and I don't like it. Yeah. And I think a good example who does this extremely well, Foot Locker. Foot Locker, for example, Foot Locker will release a picture of a new shoe, uh huh, with no content, just the Ooh. shoe, no release date, no none, just the shoe. 
And now everybody's like, man, when does this shoe come out? What shoe is this? How does this blah, 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 blah? It goes viral. And then after it goes viral, then they release another one, same shoe, with the release date, with the ad, with, with all of this information. Right? Either ad or not an ad. But the, the key is a, a, a quality visual. Right? And so anytime you're doing anything online where people's... Um, um, Time, you know, is 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 far and few in between. Right. Uh, your visual has to be on point. Hopefully, we're improving our visual now. Like yeah. Some feedback on that. Should be high def. Number four. Four. He says, um, "Leverage." Speaking of Instagram, leverage Instagram for promoting written content. This is a great idea. People do it all the time. Who's how can you do that when Instagram is full of photos and videos? Because you can put links in your bio, because people will type what they see, and it just works that way. Matter of fact, he goes on to say, um, I put up a screenshot on my Instagram account. He says, I put up a screenshot on my Instagram account. The post ends up getting likes and comments from other entrepreneurs and new customers. So I'll say this, IG works for more than just images. And here's a pro tip. Pro, pro tip. tip. So pro tip in regards I, to I do, I, we, want, I do want a pro you tip. You want yeah. a pro tip? Thanks for asking. No problem. <laughs> so dig this. If you're going to use Instagram for promoting content, right? Right. take the featured image right. that you're using on your blog post. You should have a featured image, right? Take that featured image. Make that your Instagram image. Take the title of your post. Make that the Mimi text on your image. Yep. Right? Put the link to that post in your bio and in the comments of that image and then share that and okay and then share that and so now what you have is on instagram you have your featured image yeah you saw the adjustment you have your featured image you have the title and it's all on an image that people can t double tap it they can like it they can share it more importantly when they do get to the post there's that sense of um um, consistency right. in regards continuity, to what they're seeing. Yeah. Continuity is the word I was looking for. Use a featured images for Instagram posts to promote your blog post. Pro tip, you heard it here first. Number five. Five. <clears throat> he says, um, offer real world experiences. Right? Offer real world experiences. People enjoy reading posts that they can relate to. I totally agree. We talked about that earlier. People, you know, are you posting opinions or are you posting real stuff? Yeah. And so, you know, people can't relate. I, I added this. Real is always better than fake. Yeah. At the end of the day, people want to look for real examples. That's why I gave you a real Foot Locker example earlier. That was real. Like, that just happened today. The the Bread 11s, yeah. the Jordan 11s come out tomorrow. You know, and so they did that. Yeah. You know, the uh, the 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 uh, uh, cop killing a black kid. That's a real example that yeah. we gave earlier. So use real world situations in your content when you can, because not only will people relate to it, but it'll be relevant. It'll likely rank faster, right? And then you can show how your company is either for or against whatever it is you're talking about. Number the next one six. Thank you. I think it's six. Yeah, right where your customers are. Here's, here's one pro tip, by the way. Label the item numbers that you have in your 13-item yeah. list. <laughs> yeah, write where your customers are. Right? He says, uh, your first instinct will be to start writing tons of articles on your blog. This is wrong. If you build it, they will come. Rarely works for startups. Instead, publish posts on sites that your customers actually read. Yep. Maybe. 
I, I get at it. At least every now and then. At least yeah. every now and then. But, man, if you're taking the time to create great content and it has this, man, I'm a firm believer that that content deserves to be on your domain name, yep. on your site, right? People shouldn't find that content somewhere else. They should find it on your site. You yep. want your site to rank. Your site has your CTAs. It has your USPs. It has your CCPs. Your sales funding starts at your site. Your conversion happens on your site. Your phone number is on your site. All of the rest of your content is on your site. They get on your newsletter on your on site. your site your yeah. your social media you know connections are all on your site so so I I, I understand about for beginners for when you getting started content Absolutely. in other places but man look I would rather put that hard worked content on your site maybe remix it some a shorter version that you post somewhere else with links I would definitely go that path rather than just post that content over there yeah number seven um, focus on emotional content. He says, as marketing content should also be descriptive, yet have that leave enough to the imagination discreteness that warrants anticipation of your next article or blog post. You're absolutely right. Anytime you can tie an emotion to your content, whatever that emotion is, whether it's fear or whether it's joy, whether it's love, whether it's hate, whether it's anger, frustration, happiness, whatever that emotion Indigestion. is. Yeah. If- <laughs> Yeah, if you're Which, writing about way, biscuit imp- food and tums, you know. In improv, we would stop uh, stop our improv show, and the the orchestrator MC would ask for an emotion, and it, we would constantly get constipated. Yeah. It, it's apparently an emotion. Yeah, didn't know that was an emotion. Thought that was a feeling. Yeah, but, you know, it may make you emotional, sense of fear, <laughs> sense of being hurried. Yeah, so, yeah, some anger maybe. Yeah. <laughs> depending on what you ate but um but use emotional content when you can uh find issues that people feel passionate about yeah. right and then write about those and now the good thing is uh well i think the careful the thing to be careful about is making sure that these type of posts are relevant to your service to your product to your business to what it is you exactly do don't just go find some random topic that right. people are passionate about and decide to write about it from your own perspective. That's something you may want to do on your personal blog. But if this is for your company, then make sure it's relevant to what your company does or and make sure your company can at least help that situation or make it better or improve it and then offer that type of insight in your article. Eight. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, use over ask. Right. He said she goes. He says um, it will feel strange to be so frank, but your audience will respond and your content will reach more people because of it. Over at ask is literally he's just saying ask people to do what you want them to do. Yeah. If you want them to retweet this, then tell them, please retweet this. Share this on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like share this post. Like if you tell people to do it, then they usually do, do it. especially yeah. if or at least they're significantly more likely to do exactly it. Yeah. especially if if these are people who are fans of people these people already follow you these people already absorb your content they already value what you put out then they'll likely share it they will likely disperse it to their people because they trust it right their credibility we yep. talked about earlier and more importantly you you ask them to do it yep so yeah don't be afraid to ask number nine nine he says uh, schedule your content calendar yeah, we've talked about this in podcasts yeah, before. before. Yeah. Schedule your content calendar. It's important. He says, uh, simply writing down when and what you will publish and sticking to the calendar actually works. Yep. 
And it does. It does. When you have that kind of default calendar, the things you need want to write about and when you want to write about them and then you stick to it, then you notice your site begins to grow. The people who follow you begin to anticipate when your new content is coming out. More importantly, and this is what I added, this allows you to proactively determine the type of content any events and things like that that you want to that you want to write about right for example if, if it's what we're may middle of may almost the end of may and so we know we have summertime coming up in three months it'll be back to school time and so with that sort of information you can begin to structure your next 90 days worth of post based off what's going on in the world Eventually, people are going to be looking for, I don't know, school supplies, school clothes, things like that. And if you sell that type of stuff, then you want to schedule your content around it and begin crafting articles, doing the research, building up credibility so you can be posting on time. Right. Create a content schedule uh, and stick to it. It's extremely important. Number 10. 10. Put slides on SlideShare, which, by the way, let me just say is a great way to build links. Yep. Um, but he says the SlideShare decks regularly get thousands of hundreds of thousands of views, and you can link outside to your website from these slides. At the end of the day, man, repurpose your content after you've written it, after you've shared it. Figure out different ways you can promote it. Right. I mean, we talked about it over and over again. You're probably watching a live stream now. If you didn't watch the live stream, you may watch a YouTube version of it later. Maybe you don't not a watcher at all. You're a listener. And so you got this from either Stitcher or iTunes or maybe you want to read it. And so you went to our site and you read the transcription of it. Uh, either probably way it not. goes. Yeah, probably I'm not. just going to throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably entertaining to read. Yeah. yeah it's like in play format. Yeah. Like Chris Chuck, Chris Chuck. But anyway. It's the it's repurposing the content. We could very well take this same content and probably could create a slideshow deck out of it, right? And link to it, and link to link to Scott's page, and do those things like that. It turns into a newsletter. It, it, it also sure. goes into a newsletter. Yeah, exactly. So, so uh, repurpose your content, and SlideShare is a great place to do that. Number eleven, um, he says, use infographics. They are a visually appealing way to portray information to viewers. I love infographics, and yeah. I also hate infographics. Yeah. So my, my, my point here is if you're going to use them, uh, make sure they make sense. Yes. <laughs> make sure they're done right. I hate yeah. getting those infographics where it's like, just I'm busyness. Yeah, I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at. I don't, and, exactly. My yeah. eyes hurt. <laughs> you know, arrows <laughs> and this and that and graphs. And I'm like, I don't even know. I finished the infographic and didn't get any information. Right. Or it was too much information, or it wasn't laid out the correct way. And so, if you're going to use infographics, because they do work, they really do work. Uh, just make sure you're doing them in the right way. Make sure that they're designed well. Make sure that it flows easy, and it shouldn't take 20 minutes to understand it. It should be. It's an image. It, yeah. it, you should be able to absorb that information pretty quickly. Number 12. 12. He says, um, utilize guest writers. Building partnerships um, with established or up-and-coming bloggers in a similar or compatible industry, and you can leverage their expertise and their audience. And he's right. Anytime you can collaborate with people is what I added, and it kind of things makes me think of the creative biz ideas, right? right. So here's an opportunity where, where we have a, a partner of ours does video, punch in the face to Vids Inc. and Nolan. and um, New website coming soon. Yeah. And it makes sense for us to partner with him for a radio show. Yep. Absolutely. And so that's a, that's a way we can utilize um, his audience. He can benefit off of our expertise, and we all put out great content. This works. And the last one, number thirteen, he says, um, leverage happy customers. 
Um, if you can oh, yeah. find ways to encourage your customers and users to invite that network to try out your product, um, then then you've hit a home run. And I agree. I, I totally agree. Anytime you can get customers to really support and push you, um, then you've done a good job. Uh, let me take this time to give a, a punch in the face to Heidi. Right? Oh, Heidi. yeah. Because <laughs> Heidi, she was like, it's a good idea, but she was like, <laughs> she literally told me this the other day. I'm kind of scared to tell people you guys are my secret weapon. <laughs> I get it. She's yeah. like, I don't want my competitors or anybody knowing who makes my site rank so well, why my site looks so good, and why my business is growing. Yeah. I totally get it. And from that perspective, I'll respect that. You yeah. don't have to say nothing. Yeah. And so, uh, man, punch in the face to you, Scott Gerber, man, great article. 13 <laughs> Unexpectedly Great Marketing Tactics. Uh, we'll share and post this link on Facebook and uh, look for some feedback. All right, that was that was a good article, good stuff. Do we, you got any more? Uh, got some blanks there. Okay, we'll add that here in a second because I've got a. Come on, yeah, yeah, let's do yeah, yeah. We we'll get some blanks there. So I got two pieces of blanks there. Uh, what? Yeah, what? This one here goes to. This one goes out to Google, my favorite search engine. So you know, if you go, to, is it? Is it? It's your favorite? Yeah. Okay, just checking. If you go to Google and you search the N word, right? Okay. The N word, N I G G A word. If you go there and you search it, Google returns some crazy results. Like mostly, um, (laughs) if you search the N word with the word house, like in house, okay, that's what you get. White House results. Oh, (laughs) that's not funny. I'm sorry. It kind of is, though. Did did I laugh out loud at that? (laughs) It kind of is, though. And ironically, it's almost probably a good listing, but it's wrong. And so this, like, come on, Google, really? And then they they released the Google bomb, right, which is the thing they did to kind of help prevent people from linking to stuff with incorrect racist names to kind of prevent that from happening. But... They hadn't done that on Google on the Maps. Wa- on the White House. It's, yeah. on, well, it's on Google Maps. Yeah, if you okay. do it in a search, it's kind of fine. But you do it in Google Maps, yeah. big picture of the White House. Wow. And so, yeah, and my second what news is um, to the people on Craigslist selling Bluebell ice cream. $1,000 a carton. Dude says, I bought seven cartons. I ate three. I got four left. And they've been in the freezer for whenever. Dude, I did 1,000 racks of pop if you want them. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, did you see there was somebody posted um, a, like an explanation to Northerners? So, you Northerners, you don't understand what it is to lose Bluebell Blue yeah, ice cream it's, 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 it's because for lot. us, it's not another brand. It's, it's the, the only brand. brand. Yeah. And so, to lose Bluebell means that we lose don't eat ice, ice cream, cream no more. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not like oh, just pick up Ben and Jerry's. No, no I'm not doing that. you don't do that. No, pick up. What a blue bunny. Mm, mm, not no, happening. Yeah. Not eating ice cream no more. The H-E-B. Mm, oh, no. no. So, yeah. $1,000. He's probably He's probably. It. Like, that's the crazy shit. <laughs> exactly. And it's the, and the market list for it. And the shit's dangerous still. Well, right? he, Just because well, he, he ate three of them, you got to take, okay, maybe if he takes like a bowl out of each. Right? But that's just stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, then he said he bought them a long time ago before that situation happened. Okay. He ate three of them. Nothing happened to him and the other four. Then he captured it. He was like, yeah, and I could eat these. 
Oh, a fear of loss. Yeah, exactly. I will eat these on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> if you want them, before, if you want them, you know, you so, gotta so, pay me a grand before Sunday. So that blank still goes to him for selling them on Craigslist and for whoever buys a thousand dollar carton. Of somebody blue is. Bills. We know that somebody is. Yeah. All right. Hey, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, uh, call eWebStyle for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. We do have a referral program. If you send us an SEO customer and they pay their bills, we will pay you. That works pretty simply. Remember, we are broadcasting on Mondays at 7.30 Central Standard Time. Not this Monday, because it's Memorial Day, so mm -hmm. happy Memorial Day to everyone out there. But on every Monday, that is not a holiday, <laughs> at 7.30 Central Standard Time, just go to creativebizideas.com. We have been tagged the bad boys of biz so hashtag bad boys of biz we are filmed live at 5999 west 34th street suite 106 in houston texas we are the most popular internet marketing podcast on itunes that is because of you use guys all y'all those over there all your furners nim <laughs> nim nim not nim. even them that's just nim it's nim uh thank you guys for tuning in thank you for making us the most popular internet marketing podcast on itunes and i gotta sneak this in if you get a chance write a review somewhere yeah uh, stitcher would be a good one uh until the next podcast my name is chris burris charles lewis bye bye for now slightly raised up eyebrow highbrow Headed my way, cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl, and shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so refined. I'm gonna find my gold mine. I think she's gonna set me free. Oh,